You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. We're trying to get in touch with... Um, our guest on the show today uh, because from now until six we'll have a conversation about something pretty important it's time for the big hard fact whenever you hear uh, the news at six you know what time it is now has your company registered to open that's our first question on the show has your company registered to open lagos is relaxing the lockdown and that means that some places that were closed before will soon reopen some places that were closed before will soon reopen but the state government wants to do the reopening carefully they want to select the types of establishment that can reopen they also want to monitor them once they do to make sure that they are following the guidelines and that brings us to today's big hard fact the lagos state government's register to to open initiative has begun it's that simple on some days i give you huge statistics on other days it's as simple as the headline itself says now joining me to have this conversation is the director general of the lagos state safety commission they are overseeing this initiative. I'm talking about Mr. Lanre Mojola. We're trying to get him on the phone and that's why I'm a bit distracted because uh, the network isn't cooperating at all. The network, the, the connection is not working out great. But we're trying really hard and hopefully uh, we can get him on the phone. Mr. Lanre, thank you so much for joining us on the show. That's fine. Happy to be on the show. Okay, great. All right, so I was telling them that uh, you are the DG of the Lagos State Safety Commission. And um, we ba- we basically want to talk about what it means for anybody's business or anybody's organization to register to open. And now you as well who's listening to the show, you can call with your questions for Mr. Mojola. You can also tell us if you've tried to register your organization with the initiative and what the experience has been like for you so far so let's start with the the most obvious question what is this register to open thing why does it exist why do we have to register to open okay so the register to open initiative was born as a result of the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic um, where we went into restrictions and then we went into the first lockdown and the second lockdown and um gradual reopening of the the different sectors of the state. And um, the the first set of um, businesses had reopened. And now we are now at the set of businesses where there are a lot of people involved, where you, you typically find large gatherings, such as event centers, um, churches, um, lounges, bars, etc. Now, we all know that the, the, the virus spreads, there's a higher likelihood that the virus can spread within confined spaces. And when there are more people in a, in a, in a, in a confined area, the likelihood of physical contact is, is higher. And that's the reason why the state government is taking additional protocols to ensure that before these centers or these places open, um, there are necessary safety checks are put in place um, by these social centers across the state. That's the main reason why why Lagos State Government has um, insisted that there must be strict compliance with the occupational safety and health standards mm. following the 
COVID-19 prior to reopening of the centres. Now, what types of organisations and businesses have to register and what types do not have to register? Because there's a lot of businesses that are open already. Yes, so, so the, 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 the kind of businesses that this will cover would be um, social centres. And when we say social centres, I'm referring to places like bars, casinos, betting centres, um, cinemas, event centres, gaming arcades, gyms, um, mosques, uh, that's exempted, nightclubs, parks and gardens, restaurants, social clubs that are registered, um, spa and beauty parlours. Um, religious centers are exempted. That's churches and mosques. Hmm. Okay. Uh, how, how does a qualifying organization or company go about registering to open? What's the process? It's not difficult at all. Um, there's a website, www.lasgsafetyreg.com. You're, you're, you're going to need to say that slower. Okay. So okay, www. I'll, I'll, read, I'll, read, that, I'll read that back to you. It's www dot l a s g yeah dot l a s g safety reg dot com hmm. okay so once you get onto the platform the number of things that will be asked you have the business or entity name the business email the type of business that you run um your registration number or your your business your registration number your, your business registration number um, then it will also take you to another page where you'll then just, um, choose the type, where, where, what local government you're operating out of. And then other details that have to do with your facility, such as your street name, um, the, the name of the owner of the, of the facility and the venture, um, the person responsible for managing the business, the phone number. Um, and once you're through with that, it takes you to another um, part of the platform that then talks about safety uh, protocols that you you put in place, hmm. um, social distancing, um, hygiene facilities, wash hand facilities, and then there will be another part that allows you to upload pictures of of your of your facility okay. to show that you are consistent with the guidelines that the state government has has put out. There. And thereafter, there's um, a little video that shows what how we used to live and how we should live going forward. Um, and, and once you do that, you, you click, you submit, um, you get a unique identification number. That, that unique identification number is specific to one facility. So if you have several branches or sites across the, the state, you'll have to register them differently on the platform. Mm. And what will then happen is within seven to 14 days, the Lagos State Safety Commission will carry out either a physical or um, a virtual assessment and then issue you with um, a, a provisional safety compliance certificate. Once you have the provisional safety compliance certificate, you can reopen on the date that the state government allows um, the ventures to open. So, so it's, 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 it's from once you've got all your documents in place, your RC number, um, your pictures, the whole process is in more than five minutes. Hmm. And, and, uh, and for people... We speak, we've had quite a number of people register already. Okay. Uh, what's the timeline for, for the process? How long should it take for a business to go from registering to getting this provisional certificate, this provisional clearance certificate? The 14 days? Yeah, so maximum 14 days. We'll, we'll, we'll try and, from the date you register, we'll try and keep it as short as possible for you to get your 
provisional safety client certificate but the maximum from the date that you've completed your registration and from the time when you've got your unique identification number is 14 days how much does it cost how much does the process cost what and what does somebody have to pay to register their event center for example it's absolutely at zero cost okay it's, there's no cost attached to it um we've we'll also used this opportunity to let the citizenry of the state know that under no circumstance should they give anyone money um, either they're saying they're an agent or a staff or a consultant. This process is absolutely free to the citizenry. They here in Lagos, we have the DG of the Lagos State Safety Commission, Mr. Lanry Mojola, on the show with us. And he's just said that uh, if you're going to register your business to open, you're going to do it free of charge. And you have to visit www.lasg. Uh, complete that for me www.lasgsafetyreg.com safetyreg.com okay now after a business or worship center gets their certificate and they start operating they're going to be visited by compliance teams virtually or in person you said how exactly does that work okay so um, we also recognize the fact that we don't want to um set additional clogs in the wheels of people that have waited so long and they're waiting to get businesses started. Hmm. Um, the state government wants businesses to get started, but in a safe and coordinated manner, in, a, in an extremely safe manner such that we're all protected. Um, as such, we, we recognize the fact that we cannot typically um, cover every single facility across the state. Hmm. As such, we will be carrying out a lot of um, verification online um, using um, the tools that we have. However, there will be set, there'll be a number of places that will be classified as high risk facilities where, say for example, that can that would that, that you can have more than a thousand people, these facilities will we would have our guys on ground to come and basically check okay. to ensure that um, all the, the social distancing measures are put in how place. Often will this, that, how often will this team visit? Is there a way to report a business, for instance, for violating the rules between inspections? Yes. So, so, so the, the first stage is the registration stage, mm -hmm. where we will, the verification stage, where we will come in to do the verification. Okay. And after you, you say, for example, the state government allows that businesses are open, everybody goes back. There will then be whistleblower. We've got a whistleblower number. Okay. Um, num we've got whistleblower numbers where the general public can then call in to, to, to make a complaint if they find out that these facilities are not complying with the laws of the land with regards um, with regards social distancing, with regards hygiene management and the likes. Hmm, I see. Uh, do you have this number off of the top of your head or will you have it available for me by the time we're done with this interview? Uh, I can give you the two numbers that they can uh, whistleblow to right now. It's 0704-422-8513 and 0811-3849-443. Okay. 
Now, as I said, some businesses are already open, uh, Mr. Mojola. So you have banks, you have supermarkets, you have some offices like my office. Well, we're an essential service, so we never really closed. Why why didn't they have to go through register to open process? I mean, shouldn't we be checking them as well to make sure that they maintain um, safety standards? Yes, absolutely. And and that's why the, the government has mentioned from the very first day that this um, virus broke out, the, the pandemic, that everyone has a responsibility of safety. Safety for you first, safety for me and safety for all of us. So we're all our brothers keepers and we're stronger together when we work together. But again, we also know that it's almost impossible for us to get everyone to register to open before they start going back to their businesses. Mm. As such, um, the, the position of this has been that with the highest numbers. And, and we know that the, the, the places where we can get the highest numbers of people in one umbrella under one roof are these kind of businesses, the cinemas, the event centers. And these are places where more people go to as against the offices where you'll find um, 5, 20, 50 people. Um, so, so that's basically the reason why we're, we're as a government, we've decided to, uh, and that's why these, these set of businesses are the last that are, that are now reopening. Hmm. So, so for businesses that have opened before now, do they also have to go and register to open? No, not at all. But um, the responsibility still lies on them to escalate um, any issues that they feel um, might be of importance. Um, if they feel that um, certain companies are not um, following the standard protocols, they should escalate. Um, if they feel that um, they're going back to the, the old ways of doing these, um, we would like them to escalate again to the Lagos State Safety Commission. Okay. If you just tuned into the show, hello, good evening. Welcome to Hard Facts. You're listening to 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili, and we are wondering if your organization has registered to open. We're asking that question because Lagos is relaxing lockdown, and that means that some places that were closed before will soon reopen. But the state government wants to do it carefully, and they want to select the types of established that can reopen. They also want to monitor uh, these establishments once they reopen. And that's why we have on the show this evening the Director General of the Lagos State Safety Commission uh, who are overseeing this initiative. His name is Mr. Landry Mojola. Mr. Mojola, these businesses and these places of worship that are going to reopen will have members of the public patronizing them, right? Will there be a system for registering who and who visits a particular place? So that later, if there's a confirmed case, all the visitors can be traced. It's a very valid question that you have raised. Um, and I think that onus really lies on um, the establishments that they visit. But again, we are also aware of issues that have to do with um, data protection, privacy, etc. Mm. Um, so if, if, if they've got a register, um, say for example, it's a cinema or a gym, mm-hmm. and they've got a register with all means, by all means, I mean, they, they should not get rid of such information. If for mm. adventure, there's um, someone that falls ill mm. um, in that facility and they find out that the person has been exposed to the COVID-19 virus, then we would have to recall, uh, we would have to fall on the kind of data that they have to then start to do contact tracing. Mm. Yes, so it's, it's something that we would advise as much as possible 
for them to keep the data with them. All right. So my final question before I let Lagos um, calling with their questions for you is about the safety of reopening the economy in general. So we have a situation where our infection numbers are still climbing. We heard the health commissioner say that our isolation centers are running out of bed space. How can we guarantee that this reopening will not accelerate the COVID-19 outbreak? It's it's everybody. The guaranteeing guaranteeing this is everyone's responsibility, mm. um, and that's why, as the government, we've produced the guidelines, um, very strict guidelines in terms of um, wearing a mask, no mask, no entry, um, social distancing as much as possible, limiting occupancy limits regular hand washing, no handshakes, no high fives, um, having safety moments and a host of other um, guidelines. Um, but, but at the same time, we also need to realize that the economy has to, to, to start. Um, the, the bigger problem is not having, um, not, not, the bigger problem is shutting down the economy where you'll then have all sorts of issues regarding hunger, people that live on a day-to-day basis, um, that can't pay for food, that can't pay for accommodation, and, can't, and this, this then becomes a bigger problem. But I mean, if all of us play our part, we're collectively stronger when we all play our part in ensuring that, yes, the economy is reopening slowly, gradually, but at a very safe, in a very safe manner. I think we'll be able to get the numbers largely under control. Okay, let's talk to Lagos now. You've heard from the DG of the Lagos State Safety Commission. Now let's talk 0700-993-993-993. When I say 100, I don't mean 100, I mean 0700. So 0700 993 993-993. What do you think about the register to open initiative? What do you think about the criteria and the process? Are you affected by this register to open initiative? Do you own or work uh, for one of the affected establishments? Have you tried to register? What was your experience when you tried to register? We have the Ogabata Bata of uh, the people who are doing it. So it's, it's a great opportunity to get in touch with your questions and your observations. 99.3. Hello? How are you? What's your name? Okay. Hello. Hello? Yeah. Hello. Good evening, Sandra. Good evening, sir. What's your name? Yeah, I'm Joseph by name anyway. And good evening to Mr. Moju, the coordinator. Good evening, sir. Thank you. It's a pleasure speaking with you and at least want to extend our, you know, Gratitude to you and all the legal state, you know, members for the COVID-19, uh, you know, forefront battle and all that, and for your new initiative. Thank also. you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank very much, you. Sir. Yeah, I'm actually trying to be very brief with my question. I actually want to know about, uh, you know, the safety measure applicable in schools and all that, since you did not, you know, enlist it among, uh, you know, uh, the very categories of businesses that are meant to you know, open and all that. So what measures do you have in place for the school and so on and so forth? So that is my take on that. All right, thanks for calling. Okay, schools, where do they fall in, Mr. Modula? Okay, so with schools, um, as we know, um, schools, our children um, are very active and they might not necessarily be able to practice social distancing. And um, if if they're exposed to, to, to the virus, 
then they can they can they, the virus they can end up um, um, spreading this to to the parents at home that might be vulnerable. As such, schools uh, will probably be the last set of um, entities to open. But what the state government is doing is we're currently working with actively with the with stakeholders with the Ministry of um, Education on coming up with very very careful guidelines with regards to um, the reopening of schools. Um, when, I, when I'm talking about schools, I'm talking about the preschools, the primary schools, the secondary schools, and the tertiary schools. Obviously, there will be a lot of um, um, guidance that we have, ex- we have currently um, suggested and um, we're maintaining that would also be required. Um, but at this point, um, the, the, the guidance notes for schools are not out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the, Mr. Governor made um, a press briefing last week where he mentioned that in two weeks' time, um, an announcement will be made with regards to schools. Okay. Let's talk to somebody else now. Hello? 99.3. Hello, good evening. Hello? Hello? Good evening. Yes, good evening. Yeah, good evening. Good evening. Oh, nice to speak with you tonight. Good to have you on the show. What's your name? My name is John. John, you have a question? You have an observation? Go ahead, go ahead. Get right to the point. Um, what are most of the marketplaces? Yeah, the marketplaces. I didn't get that. What about most of the marketplaces? Yeah, most of what is a protected marketplaces. Okay, are you... Because we have the way on all this, uh, this thing over there, this is here. Okay, all right. Thanks for calling, John. How does uh, register to open affect marketplaces, John wants to know? Mr. Mojola? So, hello? Yes. Okay, so so with marketplaces, um, they, they, they opened um, a few weeks back. Um, and they don't need to register to open. Mm. Um, however, the, the government has um, set down the guidelines with regards to market days, the market days, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, mm-hmm. um, to reduce the influx of people coming into the markets. But beyond what the government is doing, essentially we all have our parts to play. The Safety Commission, from the very first day that the, the virus broke down, we, we've, we started meeting with the different segments and market um, men and women, a lot of the associations. Um, we've, we've, been, we've been doing a lot of sensitization, a lot of awareness, a lot of engagement with them. So you have, a, you have a place you know, like you have a place like uh, the Computer Village. I've heard a lot of complaints uh, that uh, uh, there's no social distancing so, going on there. Yeah. So with, with regard to Computer Village, we had a meeting with them last week where we had um, the coalition of all the associations, about 18 associations. So we had a meeting with the group, the, the, the overall coalition, where we discussed some of them extensively. And um, I, I can say for a fact that in the days and weeks to come, you'll start to see a lot of differences in the computer village with regard to signages, a lot more safety marshals on ground, um, a lot more hand washing facilities, and um, also ensuring the, the no mask, no entry um policy Mm, okay all right let's take uh, one more call we'll take a break and we'll get right back into it hello turn your radio off hello what's your name i'm joseph joseph turn your radio off 99.3 hello good evening 
Hello. Hello. Good evening. Hello. 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 I can hear you. What's your name, sir? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Welcome to 99.3. What's your name? Um, I want to remain anonymous. Anonymous. Fantastic. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, uh, I, this is my first time call. I'm a first caller. Oh, we love having yeah. first time callers. Welcome. Yeah. I'm hearing your comments for some time now. And uh, I'm, uh, I must commend you. Thank you. Uh, you've been doing a wonderful job. Thank you. May the Lord bless you. I sure will. In the name of Jesus. Now, getting to this, uh, our business. Mm. Um, I remember the time of uh, the former um, information minister or the former uh, NAVDAC chairman who was uh, accurately, late accurately. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, I'm very happy about what your uh, the, the coordinator is saying that is free of charge. Mm. That is how it's supposed to be. Not everything we need to pay money for. You know, especially at this moment, this is what we want in this country. We talk about the transportation, see what is happening. It's not... It's not, uh, uh, you know, uh, encouraging. And if I want to talk about the, the school, the opening of the school, mm. I would suggest that the schools, if they want them to start open now, mm -hmm. they should allow those that are, you know, going to sit for exams. Okay. The final years or in the primary school, the common entrance, you know, examination mm -hmm. and those ones. But those that, and in the university, they should, those ones, the last year, you know, the final year. Okay. Or, uh, yeah, the final year also. Okay. But uh, those that exam, they can, you know, allow them to stay, no matter how, even if it's even one year or two year academic year. Mm. It doesn't matter. When they come, they ask them to enter the next program uh, so that they will continue. So that is what I want to say. Uh, sorry about that. Sorry about I'm guessing your airtime uh, happened there. Okay, so uh, I'm not exactly sure um, what uh, the comment was. Did you catch that, uh, Mr. Mojola? I think what she was trying to suggest was a form of... Hello? Hello, yeah. yeah. Can so you hear me? You are suggesting a form of what? I, I think I think what he was trying to suggest was a form of staggered reopening, okay. where um, certain consideration will be given to certain um, classes of um, people um, before um, prior to everyone re reopening. But I, I can tell um, the the gentleman that called that the government the government is given a lot of consideration to a number of. Um, possible options okay. and um, we'll take that we'll take that definitely we'll, into we'll consideration alright uh, Mr. Mojola kindly hold on Lagos we'll continue this conversation in a few minutes I am Sandra Ezekwesili you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info Hard, Hard Facts we'll be right back well, well, welcome, welcome back, back to Hard Facts, facts. 
Lagos talking about the Register to Open initiative. And we have the DG of the Lagos State Safety Commission on the show. They're overseeing the initiative, Mr. Lanry Mojola. And uh, we've been talking about what it would take, how much it would cost. And it turns out it's actually free of charge. The kinds of businesses that um, have to register to reopen are places like social clubs, gyms, event centers, um, cinemas and the likes. And you can simply go to their website and register. He says that from the time you register to the end, uh, till, 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 till when you get your provisional certificate of safety, it should take you about uh, 14 days. And he says that uh, no one is charging anybody money uh, to do that and says that if anybody does charge you money to do that, uh, if any agent comes and says, oh, pay me, I'll do it for you, etc., etc., you should um, make a report to the safety uh, commission. Now, do you have further questions, Lagos? Call us and ask those questions on WhatsApp 080-959-75805. Mike in Ikotun wants to confirm that churches and mosques are exempted from this registration. Mr. Mochola, they are exempted, yes? Yes, they are. Oh. Churches and mosques are exempted. All right. Uh, we've got... Uh, However, we would still like, would appreciate it if they could still practice the um, regular social distancing and all the safety guidelines okay. as stipulated by the states. Okay. And then uh, we have a comment here. Uh, Hi, Sandra. Nigeria may join countries that have successfully flattened its COVID-19 curve soon. The rate of increase in infections will drop for the first time ever since the start of this pandemic this week. If that happens again next week, then we are out of the woods and we can uh, turn towards opening more parts of the economy. Imagine even with the poor testing, God has saved us again. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for sending your message in. We appreciate it. We've got this person who says, Sandra, please tell the government that interstate lockdown is nothing but a new money-making venture for the police and those who are traveling in commercial vehicles are the cash cows. I had to travel interstate over the weekend for the burial of my aged father. I watched helplessly as police officers on the road openly demanded two to five hundred naira from motorists. It should be clear to everyone why the hike exists in the fairs. Emmanuel Nikotun says, Emmanuel, thanks for sending that message in to us. Someone says, if you say children and students that will return home uh, may come home with the virus what about the parents who come back from their workplace will they not spread it to their children when they get home mr modula so with with adults it's, it's easier to maintain social distance you know that this virus does not have wings or arms or legs it cannot spread by itself it's people that spread it so with adults there's a higher level of control you can wear your masks you don't hug you don't shake there's so much one can do with children and that's why we're just advising that um we we we, we protect our children to protect the more, more vulnerable in the society Hmm. Okay. Well, let's talk to Lagos some more. 0700-993-993-993. Hello. Thanks for calling us. Uh, uh, hello. Um, good evening, Sandra. Good evening. Good to have you on the show. I'm calling from Blackie. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I have a question. Uh, how long, uh, for asymptomatic people, how long uh, will the virus stay in them before it starts to show symptoms? 
they forever just carry it. Yes, they forever just carry it. We hold on. For how long will we be in them before their immune system kills the virus? Um, so they say typically 14 days, and people who are asymptomatic don't have any symptoms until the virus um, is tired and is killed by the person's immune system. Yeah, so I'm saying how long will it take before their immune system kills the virus? Um, I'm not a doctor, so I honestly don't know, but um, typically 14 days. Uh, Mr. Mojola, do you have any idea? Absolutely. I think that's the standard recommendation by the WHO, 14 days. Mm, okay. Well, okay, so the question then is, if, we, if we're still sticking to the 14 days, mm-hmm. then why can't we resume our, why can't the children go back to school, quarantine them for 14 days? Since we already have the parents, uh, we already know, okay, we can maintain social distancing mm-hmm. with the adults. Okay. So we could open the schools, but ensure that, okay, they are quarantined for 14 days. And if they don't show symptoms, we know we're all good. Okay. So open the schools and quarantine the children where? In the school or at home? Oh, sorry. I wanted clarification on that question. Thanks for calling, though. 99.3. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, good evening, Sandra. Good evening, what's your name? My name is Abednego. Good evening, Mr. Mojala. Go ahead. Thank you. Okay. Um, speaking from a student perspective, because I'm one, most definitely. Um, you see, it's, it's been easy for people to say um, schools should open for students, schools should open for students. Sandra, let me tell you something you know, that you said no. You see students, especially those that, that run secondary, primary, and stuff like that. Okay. They would easily forget. Before you know what's happening, hey, my guy, I'm <laughs> And that's the normal way. And now, let's also not forget that a lot of schools do not have the setting to fit into social distancing. Mine is not, an, mine is not exempted. Don't worry, I'm not just one call your name. <laughs> is this how sometimes we have people sharing one locker, two, three, two, three? Or maybe bad as a bad, you even do four. Is, this, is that the way you want to curve the um, stuff? Well, that's why the government wants to stagger it. So, for instance, they will do two, maybe two classes, maybe, uh, you know, few people per class. I don't know. The government is really trying to figure out how they can safely reopen well, schools. I, I, I think maybe this is... The only best option, which might work, or might now be like maybe we are fixing a belt in this country, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, or something. I don't know, but <laughs> you see that one, eh? Mm. Who's returned to radio station? <laughs> <laughs> there are no easy answers, Abednego. Thank you for calling me, though. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. What's your name? Good evening. My name is Samuel. All right, go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think um, concerning the whole issue surrounding the, this COVID-19, mm-hmm. my own take, because I think the best bet is that I want with the one who first let's deal with the students, I mean, sorry, the children. There is no, I think the very best bet is just to let the students be at home for now. Okay. Like, I would, I would use my own as a case study. Okay. Each time I go out, even while the mother will be telling my kids, stay off the door, don't open the door for your daddy, let me come and open it. You know, with the excitement and all that, 
<laughs> he will come and open the door. Mm. And at the same time, by the time I was thinking, fine, you guys move away. Even while the mother is telling them, move away from your dad and all that, they still could not find the reason why, I mean, they should be withdrawn from their dad. Mm. Not until I move straight away to the kitchen, I mean, wash my hands. Of course, I have sanitizer each time I go out mm-hmm. and all that in my car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, wash, drop my clothes and all that before... Mm-hmm. I mean, I will now try the children. and all mm-hmm. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Many a times, I've tried putting my notes in, in, in my car. I wouldn't take any notes. I mean, talking about currency. Okay. Hop there in my, in, my, in my house again. Because each time I drop it, maybe the cardboard or all that, these kids will go and pick it. And before you know what they said, said uh, demolishing it. You understand? Okay. So why you know this? That is in my, in my, in my closet. That is in, in, my, in my house. Mm. How much more if these guys go... All out there to their schools and all that. Okay. They don't find even we adults. We come to, to to several cases whereby you see some adults to come and hug you, raise their hand and shaking before you now use that elbow. So that will not look as if somebody is trying to be insultive and all that. Mm. So we bringing it down to the children. They don't have this. This is a new thing. They don't have. They don't. They don't even have the consciousness of what is really happening around them. So if it's that you let them up there, I mean. A cannot be eaten. Why B will not say, okay, which kind of food is that? We know all the kids are, are doing. So, send them for, I mean, at home. To me, for a while, it's, it's not really going to be a very bad thing or something that's going to affect their own future, damage their their destiny or whatever as it were. But just for the government to globally look at how this thing will work out within the next two, three months. Mm-hmm. And then everything will be normal. But for the final years and all those people in GS. Three, SS3, and at least they could still be kind of, I mean, sensitive and conscious of whatever the environment is. But like the kids, mm. man, I don't support, I don't, I don't, you don't I don't, support, I don't really support yes, mm. yes, Let them see this. We, we don't need to lose them to fire us, but okay. I mean, for kind of loud. All right. Thank you for calling me. Sorry about that. Hello? 99.3. Hello? Hello? 99.3. Hello. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Yes, go ahead. Sandra. Yes, welcome to the show. Yeah, good evening. Good evening. Yeah. Well, um, my name is Chooks. Chooks, good to have you on the show. Yeah. Um, I think the, the kids should um, actually go back to school. Okay. Um, because... Um, there are guidelines. There are guidelines that that should be put in place for these students to come back to school. If these guidelines, what I just think is the, the government should do is give these schools guidelines. If you don't have enough space, I mean, they can give the guidelines like, okay, enough spacing. You must have this sanitizer. There is this thermometer that can be used to check the students' temperature and other things. If you don't have all these things, then there should be a tax force that will go around. This kind of school should not open. But if you can ascertain, I mean, we have big schools that can afford to do social distance. We have big schools like that that have spaces. I'm pers- personally, I am a teacher, okay. and I know that we have schools of we have taught before, before now that can actually do these things. I mean, they can afford to divide the classes into three or four, if need be. So these kind of schools can open. 
if but but, I, but are we not going to leave the other schools that cannot open behind? I mean, we're already leaving them behind because some schools are doing online classes where some schools cannot afford to do Sandra, it. Let me tell you something. So that gap will widen now, don't you think, Sandra, Jukes? Hmm? Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I am a teacher, like I said, mm-hmm. and I, I'm also involved in this online class. This mm-hmm. online class is a scam. Okay. Uh, let me tell you mm-hmm. honestly, personally, because in the school where I work in. In the class, we have minimum of 15 children in the class. It's a private school. Okay. But this online class, we hardly have five parents participating in this online class. Okay. They don't participate. They are not participating. So once the government is saying, we are doing online class, we are doing radio, nothing is, it is not getting to the children. These children are not participating. Why? Why are they not participating? Why are their parents not participating? Well, if you ask, like my school right now, we ask the parents to pay... A, a fee of 5,000 naira mm. a month because the school uses that to run um, data and all that. Mm-hmm. But experience will tell you that they, they cannot pay because if they pay 5,000 naira, you still expect them to subscribe for data and all that. Mm. So it is not working for, for them at all. Mm. So we are not getting to the children at all. So mm. if they're saying we are doing online class, it is not working. It is not the truth. Nothing is getting to these children. So the, the high time they open the schools, let the children go back to school, the better. Because even the ones you are taking, we, you find out that we still have to start taking them all over. These children are forgotten everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> so it's just the best thing. Just, just give the school guidelines. Huh? Let them give the school guidelines. Anyone that cannot follow the guidelines, let the school remain closed. But if you can follow, if you give the school guidelines, I'm telling you, they will all comply. Private schools will always find a way to comply and they will comply. That is just the truth. All right, Jukes. Thanks. Oh, sorry about that. Thank you for calling me. We've got Alex on WhatsApp who says, obviously hotels are not operating, but a few hotels are operating in my area. Can they be reopened, uh, Mr. Modula? Yeah, hotels, hotels are open. Um, hotels are open. Hotels have been open um, since last week when the federal government made the announcement. Okay. So hotels hotels can open, yes. Okay. But again, they, they have to operate um, under very, very extremely safe safety protocols. Hmm. Okay. Someone's asking how many hours they're supposed to be in church. How many hours, Mr. Mojola? The, the, the limit limitation is not has not been by the number of hours. It's been by the space management. What we've said as the government is that um, it has the, the, the capacity must be two-fifths of the approved occupancy limit. Okay. So that's, uh, you can't do more than 40%. And then you have to limit your um, congregation to a maximum of 500 people. So we're advising that um, um, large gatherings should be staggered. So you can have several sessions as a church. Hmm. Did you say 500 people? 500 people, yes. Okay. Per service? Per service, maximum is of it, 500 people. Isn't that a large crowd? So, is, so, so, isn't that so an insanely large crowd? So, so for example, your, your maximum capacity for the hall is 1,000 people. Mm-hmm. You would not be able to do more than 400 people. Okay. So, so for you to get to 500 people, then you need to have bigger capacity because it's really a question of spacing. If we can't maintain the minimum two meters um, spacing, then you have problems with this virus. But if you're doing, but if you're, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, please. But if you're doing you, you're if, you're, if you're doing five hundred per service and you're doing multiple services, how are churches expected to handle uh, that point where um, 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 and mosques as well, not just churches? Uh, how are how are these religious centers expected to handle the point where one service ends and the other begins? Absolutely. So, so the the planning has to be. Um, carefully done by the these religious places where they, they need to space them, their services out or their their, their um, congregations out. They need to inform their, their, their congregation of the timing. They also need to try as much as possible to still get a lot of people worshipping virtually. Um, it, it's not back to the good old days yet. We're still in the woods like um, the gentleman mentioned but even in the woods, we, we're still being very careful not to kill businesses, not to kill life. Um, people need to start living again. People need to start feeling their lives again. But again, um, with, with, with governance, uh, it's, it's about the greatest good for the greatest number of people. And, and that's what has, um, that's what we've thought about while we were coming together to, to produce those guidelines. Hmm. We've got somebody who's asking about tertiary institutions, at least those ones are a bit more mature. Precious from Barriga is asking that question. More, more information will be coming out in, in another two weeks with regards to schools and, and that will touch on the tertiary institutions as well. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Mr. Mojola, thank you so much for giving us your time today on Hard Facts. Um, uh, we hope that uh, with more information coming out, we will tap you again to ask questions where we need some more clarity. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure and I'll be more than happy to come back on this session to, to, to provide more clarity if the need arises. Okay. All right, Lagos, let's keep talking. 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. WhatsApp is 80 959 I'm going to uh, go to Facebook where we've got some more thoughts. Facebook is Nigeria. Nigeria Info 99.3. Nigeria Info 99.3. And yes, you can tweet at us as well. Tweet at Nigeria Info FM. At Nigeria Info FM. Okay, so on Facebook, we've got um, this person who says, my company that hasn't paid salaries since February will register to open. Well, I know that they are good at putting the cart ahead of the horse, Femi Taiwo says. Well, um, it's free to register to open, so... Um, I'm guessing they're not ready to spend any money to do that. We've got um, Onyeka Chi Kenna who says, how about the people that stay at the bus stop? I'm not sure I know what you're referring to there, but um, thanks for calling. Thanks for sending that message via Facebook. 99.3. Hello? Yes, turn your radio off. What's your name? Okay. Um, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Um, this is Grace Family from McGregor. Okay. Okay, I'm here to play the um, the mini game show. Oh no no no, we're not doing that right now. We're just um, talking about safely reopening. Ninety nine point three. Hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name, sir? Uh, good evening, Sandra. Good evening. What's your I name? I want to ask a question. Yes, go ahead. Oh, but uh, the, the people, all these commercial buses that they still load themselves inside the car, inside the bus, mm. going come like really do the Lagos uh, transport trip. Mm. The people who are still loading full capacity, right? 
Yes, full capacity with the bus and the cabs as well. Yeah. Unfortunately, the people who should be handling that at the NURTW, it's them who should be enforcing that. So um, if the buses are still able to carry full capacity, even though NURTW should be enforcing uh, 60% capacity, they are the ones who should be held accountable. Oh, that's a serious thing, Sandra. That's a very, very serious thing. All our bus stops. I agree with you. All right. Thanks for calling me. 99.3. Hello? Yeah, Sandra, good evening. Good evening, sir. What's your name? Uh, my name is uh, Akitaju Solomon. Good to have you on the show, Mrs. Solomon. Uh, okay, when are you starting your question? My question? So, we've already done just a minute now. Okay. Yes, we've already done it. Oh, is that why all of you are listening or calling? No, that's good. I like that. But it's already happened. And that tells me that you were not really listening. Because if you were really listening, you would have heard that it happened uh, on um, Checkpoint today when Jukudi was on air. Don't worry, it's going to happen again tomorrow. And speaking of which, congratulations to our winner of the day, Samuel. Samuel from Suruleri. He scored the highest so far today. So um, he's our lucky winner of 10,000 Naira. Tell a friend to tell a friend. That's on Nigeria Info. We're giving away 100,000 Naira every week. 100,000 every week. Each person has a chance to win 10,000 Naira per day. All you have to do is listen to the station all day non-stop because the questions we're asking on just a minute will come from the shows from the various shows so if morning crossfire wants to give you the 10,000 they will ask you questions on on the morning crossfire if sunnyside wants to um wants to play the game they'll ask questions from the topics that they've discussed on that show or from maybe news and current affairs but they're going to ask you questions you answer as many as um, as many as possible correctly and you win the winners will be announced or the winner not winners winner per day will be announced on this show hard facts with sandra Ezekwesili, which by the way has come to an end thank you so much lagos for listening to uh, the show today we started with the big three where i told you that somebody on facebook is uh, defrauding people by selling Bomo, by pretending to be selling Bomo. Yeah, he's, he's, he's defrauding people. Uh, he claims he's a pastor who owns a church. Bomo is apparently scarce and so he's defrauding people on Facebook. You need to be careful online. You need to be careful with your information. You need to be careful uh, when people call you claiming to be whoever they say that they are. Anybody can call anybody and claim to be anybody. So be extra careful who you let into your life, who you give access to your life. We also told you that um, there's a new report that came out that um, 7 million Nigerians may suffer acute hunger in three months' time because of the insecurity and the overpopulation of the North. And then I told you that resident doctors nationwide uh, will be going on strike next week, from Monday next week, and they're protesting poor conditions as they battle COVID-19. On Checkpoint, you had a conversation with Chukudi about the possibility of banning Keke and Okada for good. And right now on The Big Heart Fact, we just had a conversation with the DG of uh, the Lagos State Safety Commission. 
Uh, Mr. Larry Mojola, about the Register to Open initiative. You heard it was free. You heard you just need to go to www.lasgsafetyreg.com. Lasgsafetyreg.com. And that's where you can register your business to open. If you just have your documents, um, it's a, an easy process. Five minutes, you're done on the website. And once you're done on that website, um, you can um, wait for seven to 14 days and they'll give you a certificate that says that, um, you know, it's uh, okay for you to open your event center, your bar, your nightclub, your cinema, and all those other places that the public will troop into. Churches and mosques are exempt. Businesses that are already open are exempt. But these are the businesses that um, require high patronage from the uh, from people, not like regular offices now. These businesses that require high patronage from regular citizens need to go and register to open. So Lagos... Let's do it again tomorrow, shall we? At um, 3, I'll be back. 3 p.m.